come in blazing with uh, AK-47s or whatever. Oh, how many people was it? 10, 15, a lot. They were doing like a, a drug bust or something. Yeah, you can tell in that mugshot that he has a big bruise on the left side of his face. Yeah, they slammed him against the floor, and the floor. He had bruises on his wow. knees, his face. They slammed yeah. him on the floor, and uh, I hate to say this, but I, I don't sleep in clothes, so they rested me in my bed naked. Put me in a cruiser with no clothes. I sat in the back of that cruiser from 11:30 to about 4 a.m naked in the backseat of that cruiser while they searched our house for God knows what. They seized the house, everything inside of it, all of our cars on the property. They, they took our house because they think there was extra money coming in from somewhere. And we're like in our 30s and we have this big giant house and they didn't think we could afford it. I mean, can I ask you, does this guy know you at all or some random Thing. He's just trying to, you know, rat somebody. He does. I mean, can I see that? Or um, so last time he was here, I told him something, and it's. I told you the last time he was here, I told him something. I wrote and wrote and wrote and down something, gave it to him. Um, it's something around those lines, but more. Me and Zach worked our butts off for everything we've had, and they called me out front again for fingerprints and I saw uh, the new charges that they're putting against, I'm assuming both of us. There's 17 charges. I mean, are you worried about the boys? Of where uh, they are, or? I mean, yeah, but I can't talk, I definitely can't talk about that. I don't want to say it, but brace yourself for the truth, okay? Just don't give up, honestly. You talk to Zach, tell him I still love him. I can't cry right around other people. I just need somebody who doesn't hate us. Alright, welcome back. It's Monday. What you're listening to is audio from Town Hall, the uh, news organization Town Hall. This is on, if you remember, back in the summer of last year, there were uh, a homosexual couple, two men, were arrested uh, for uh, molesting raping, molesting their adopted children uh, and I guess sending the video evidence out or video evidence, sending it to people or selling it to people is what at the time it sounded like, but ended up being a lot worse than anybody has thought of. Town Hall is the only person or the only group that I've seen that's even keeping up with this story. You don't hear anything from the left-wing media. You don't really hear a lot from the right-wing media. People are scared when it comes to talking about homosexuals. They don't really want to touch that subject too much. They don't like talking about the LGB, the alphabet community. They don't like to get involved in that because it's a sensitive subject. Um, and I guess people feel that they're going to get canceled. So they're, they're real light around all of that. I mean, if we're going to speak truth, then it doesn't matter who commits what crimes if you happen to be gay and you commit a crime, so be it. You're gay and you committed a crime. Uh, it's just what it is. It's facts. Well, this particular married couple, it's two men, adopted two little boys, 9 and 11 years old. And 
they would distribute homemade child pornography and sex abuse. Their house got raided. You know, they ended up, uh, they're behind bars. They're both facing right now nine life sentences. Personally, if you read this entire story, it's a four-part series on Town Hall. If you read everything that was done and the people that were involved in how much worse this was than what was on the surface of what we saw with the initial report, and I, I can't tell you how disturbing it is. Um, nine life sentences is too light. I mean, these are people that honestly, I, you, you, they should face a firing squad. I don't think our fire. I don't think that our tax dollars should afford you any type of lifestyle at all. Any. Now, I don't think that you should be allowed to have nine life sentences after the crimes that these two committed and the, the acts that were just. Uh, it's hard. It's so disturbing and disgusting. These guys should face a firing squad. You shouldn't be allowed to live in a little cell and and have a certain lifestyle where you're getting three free meals a day and, you know, you can play cards or checkers and you can work out and you can watch movies. You shouldn't be allowed to breathe anymore. You should be put to, to, to bed. I mean, it's like a rat. It's like a ravaged beast. Well, I mean, what do they do when a, when a beast has rabies, what do they do to it? You put it down. These are people that are sick beyond repair and and on all accounts should just be put down. You have stolen something. It's a life for a life. This nine and 11 year old, there is no way that they don't have severe trauma from what happened to them. And they're going to wear that scar for the rest of their life. You stole their innocence. You stole their childhood the things that they made them do, I mean, it won't surprise you, me or you or anybody in the future that they get strung out on drugs or alcohol or even, unfortunately, and God, you know, God forbid, I hope that the Lord touches them and can heal them because that's the only person, that, the only being that can. Um, and I, I truly, I pray that he, that he works with them because that is who they need. Um, but, uh, unfortunately situations like this even end up in suicide and these people and these, these young men will take their own lives or kids will take their own lives because they cannot deal with what's been done to them. They were not only, uh, molested and, and filmed for distribution, but these two sick individuals that should be eaten lead would send messages to other pedophiles that like a preview, I'm getting ready to do this with my son. Stay tuned. And send these out. It went even further as, and I'm trying not to because this is supposed to be family friendly and I don't want to get too in-depth, but they went even further and uh, not too in-depth. I don't want to get too descriptive. But it went even further and they pimped the children out to other pedophiles. Um for a price. So when you hear him talking about we're young guys in our thirties and you know, they think we're getting extra money from somewhere. And, and, uh, you know, we, we, uh, we worked hard for everything we have. Did you, I mean, you're, you're pimping out your adopted children. That's how you're getting the extra money. The money that you're talking about, you're so stupid that you would actually record that the money you're speaking of. It's pretty much 
it's, it's you put two and two together here. You're selling these kids out. I'm sure it's for cash or other forms of payment. And when you do, and you're, you have this extra income in the house, which affords you a certain lifestyle that you obviously want. Now, when the two were arrested, there were admissions to it. One admitting to be the cameraman, but also did acts on the children. The other one was the one on film uh, performing acts on the children and having acts performed on himself. The children were actually, it was so rough. And again, I'm trying to be a little, not as descriptive as, as uh, I could be with this. It's, I mean, there's even a warning when you read this, how graphic some of the stuff they say is. Um, but the, the, the uh, interactions that uh, between the people that they pimped them out to and the children left the children uh, banged up and bruised badly. Let's put it that way. Um, I just, I can't, I can't process that type of evil. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't work for me because I don't have that evil in me. So under no circumstance can I understand, do I have any compassion? Uh, I mean, none of it for any of that. I don't have compassion for them. You're going to rot in a prison for the rest of your life. Good. I hope you die. Simple as that. <laughs> I, I know that God pre- preaches forgiveness and I am human and I have my own flaws. But for those, those particular devils, I hope you die. I hope you die fast. I hope you die before you can say sorry for what you've done because I want you to go from this hell to the next level. That would be for me. And I know that sounds bad and I apologize if you're Christian and you disagree with me, but read the article in Town Hall and you're going to see why I'm so upset with the situation. Another thing that I find extremely curious, you know, is there no type of protocol that is supposed to be in place when you're adopting children? Because prior to the adoption of the children, one of the two defendants, and their last names, uh, in case uh, I probably didn't say it actually, what their last name is, Zubluck, um, the, the, the family name. Uh, but one of the two uh, was previously in trouble in Georgia for the rape of a minor. I mean, how do you get a child after that? How, how in God's name... Can you get by and adopt a child after that? You should be on some type of list. How does that happen? Well, I don't know what group this is, but uh, they got the adoption through a Christian special needs adoption agency. <laughs> I just, I, I don't know what they told these people lied. I don't know what background was done with this agency. I don't know, but when I read this and see that it says special needs, that, that I mean, that that takes this to a whole nother level. It's already, you are beyond a monster to do this to anybody, period. But then if your special needs, there's something wrong potentially with the children and you're taking an ex- advantage and exploiting that, my God, you people are Satan in the flesh. Nine, again, nine life sentences is not even close to being enough for what these two dirtbags deserve. It's not even close. Doesn't even begin to scratch the surface for what they've done. And going back to Town Hall is the only one covering this. Why? You know, I don't, 
I don't, if you're offended by this, I would say there's a problem. <laughs> you're offended that these two animals are being put in cages for the rest of their lives because of what they did to those children. If that offends you, there's a problem there. That means you sympathize with them, which would automatically make me assume you're one of those animals. Because I don't know any person that could look at something like this, read what I have read, listen to the audio, and not say to themselves, listen, you don't need a firing squad. Give me the gun. I'll take care of myself. Time up to the pole. Take care of myself. Because you need to go from this, this planet. We don't need people like you on this planet. And the news, they don't cover nothing. I, I mean, the, this is why nobody has any faith in media institutions. These are the reasons why, and I, I've said this before, but I'll just continue to point it out. These are the reasons why. Why aren't you following up on this? Why is Town Hall the only one following up on this? I was looking around to look it up, trying to figure whatever happened to that case. Is it still in litigation or whatnot? I was talking about it with my wife, and so I start perusing, and, and Andy and uh, Andy Nego. So is it Andy Nego? I think it's Andy Nego. Um, just so happens, it's one of those things in life. Just so happens, I'm thinking about it. And then he posts this from the town hall. And I was like, oh, perfect. He's staying on top of it. Okay. He flies a rainbow flag and he's more than happy to point this injustice out. Because these are monsters. It's not about who you are or what you are or your sexual preference. This is about catching monsters. So fortunate for me, I see he attaches a town hall to it. <coughs> Excuse me. So I go and I read through the article to see the follow-up. What happened to these guys? What are they facing? Uh, I mean, they're facing a lot. These guys, are, are, there are heavy penalties, but they just don't come with the sentence that they should get. They, these types of crimes should not be life sentences. They should either put you in a chair and put enough electricity through you to light up New York City, they should tie you to a pole outside like back in the day and shoot you. Or they should put a rope around your neck and leave you for the crows. That's the way this should end. Life in prison where you can live in a nice prison in the air conditioning, get your free meals. Okay, you can go, like I said, play cards, play chess, do whatever, have some type of interaction. You get some TV you can watch. You still have visitors that could come visit you. No. You shouldn't be allowed to have that life. You're like, you forfeited your life once you took theirs. Now, the little boys, they're not obviously saying much about them because they're giving them their privacy, which I don't blame them. I, you don't need to see these kids' faces, and you don't need to know their names. This is a period in their life that if they can get past it, and I pray to God they can, if they can get past it, you know, on all accounts, hopefully they'll go live a normal life and they want to put this behind them where nobody, I just hit my microphone if you heard that, where nobody has to know who they were or what was once done to them because that's for them and whoever they choose to tell, that's not for everybody walking down the street to point out and go, hey, look, those are those two kids. No, it's, their privacy is owed to them. Um, I, they didn't do any follow-ups on how the kids are. It's a four-part series. So if you get an opportunity, if you want to know how detailed it is, give you an example for part one of this series, 
it already says content warning. This article contains graphic descriptions of child sexual abuse. Reader discretion is advised. That's how bad this is. This is not, you don't generally see a warning on a news article. This one is bad. It's very, very bad. So if you want to check it out, you can either go by what I said, and that's enough for you because some people can't stomach to read it, and I don't blame you. Yeah, I've told you pretty much in the nicest way possible the gist of what you're going to read. But if you're the type of person that wants to know detail for detail what happened, Town Hall, go to www.townhall.com and uh, look it up. All right, I talked to you last week at the end of the week about Crowder and the Daily Wire. And I recorded on a Thursday night. Come Friday, everything, all, all hell broke loose with uh, Steven Crowder releasing some audio that he recorded. The situation's a mess. I mean, I I, I would guarantee that everybody listening to me, half of you are on one side and half of you are on the other side. I am somewhat split in the middle because I can understand both sides of the argument. Uh, Some areas that I don't particularly like some of the things said in the conversation I don't like, and the fact that the conversation was recorded I don't like. If you're friends, you're not supposed to be recording your friends. You know, so I don't know if I can get behind Crowder for recording somebody that is supposedly a friend of his, uh, a peer. I mean, you just you don't you don't do those things. You know, there's stuff you talk about friendly, and they're unguarded and they're going to say how they feel because they trust you and believe you're a friend and you violated that. That to me is, that's not, that's not right. On the other hand, some of the things said in the conversation, which we could have only go by, by Crowder's word at the time, which could have been disputed by the Daily Wire. Some of the things that were said were understandable. I mean, I, I get what Crowder's saying. You know, talking to, the, talking to the Daily Wire, if you didn't watch the video, it's like 15 minutes long. You find it on YouTube. Crowder posted it on there if you want to watch it for yourself, but more or less, what he what he's saying is anybody coming up in an industry. Well, I would be a prime example of that. So somebody coming up in an industry that, when I relaunch the video part of this, and I've been very slow because I want to. It's expensive to buy the um, correct electronics that you need to do it the right way. Because when I relaunch, what I'm going to do is relaunch live. So I'll probably do live twice a week. I'll do it. You know, I'm not. Don't hold me to these dates, but probably. Uh, say a Tuesday night and a Friday night. And I'll do two lives a week um, and start going live. But I need a computer that's going to keep up with everything that can also um, process the green screen behind me and whatnot while I'm doing live. Anyways, what he's saying is somebody basically of my statue that has got somewhere between say a hundred and 500,000 uh, followers on their YouTube account or whatnot. They're held to the same that he's held to. So the contract would stand for them the same way. And he was in Crowder's argument is if YouTube demonetizes them, it's like you're selling to YouTube. If, if YouTube demonetizes them, you're going to hammer these smaller name people. Um, and they're going to lose a ton of money or 80% of their earnings is going to be taken stripped away from them. And they're only getting 20% of what they used to get before. And the Daily Wire's response is, yes, um, that is true because that's the way the contract is written. However, 
the chances are that Daily Wire will help them grow their brand because the Daily Wire, you know, the name recognition and whatnot. So they'll help promote them and push them. Uh, and that's kind of the, the offset and the, the give and take is that, yes, you may lose some if you get demonetized here or there. On the other hand, since we, you're under contract with us and we're promoting you and putting, pushing you out there to the public, you're building a base. When you leave, you know, your content, you can make content and whatever subscribers you have, you kind of take with you. However, another argument Crowder had was that whatever content's made while you are with the Daily Wire, they reserve the right to it. So they will continue to make money on that content. So say somebody like me is with the Daily Wire, you know, it's just a rough example. Um, we sign a, a two-year contract. Okay, whatever I make in two years. So if I'm doing five episodes a week, um, because if I sign a contract, that's my full-time job. So I'm assuming I'm going live five days a week, uh, uh, podcasts and whatnot. In that two-year period, everything that I make, whatever, after I leave, they'll continue to take the revenue off of my content. And Crowder doesn't like that idea. That's That doesn't work for him. He doesn't think that's right. Uh, he thinks these contracts are bogus. You know, and, and to him, he continues to say it's about something larger than that, which is what I said the last time we talked about this, which was, uh, it's bigger than money. Yeah, I mean, he said he's here to save a country, and I agree with him. You know, obviously, everybody needs to make money. Everybody wants to make money. And if you're working in this industry, you have to make money. I mean, if you're putting you know full-time effort into this plus, you know, you want to see a return for it. But what comes first? Is it the money that comes first? Or is it literally the movement in the country that comes first? See, to me, it's the country. I don't make any money on my on my deal. I spend money. I do this every day and I spend money on what I do. This costs me. So if it was about money, I wouldn't be doing this. It's not about money to me. It's about exposing what's going on out there, looking for a better America tomorrow. You know, get the government under control point out all the evils that are around in the United States, uh, get together. We work together. American first. I'm all about the country. I'm all about saving the country because I have children and I look at it and I want my children to have the same lifestyle I had going forward. I want my grandchildren to have that lifestyle going forward. I want them to to be able to chase the American dream and do whatever they want to do. So to me, it's not about money first. Yes, I would like to do this full-time. Yes, I would like to make a living doing this, but not at the expense of the country. You know, the country first, money secondary. So I agree with Crowder on some points, but I also, at the same time, I'm not going to lie, I agree with the Daily Wire on others. You know, that's why I'm split between the two. Do I think the Daily Wire is protecting their company? Is it all about money? I mean, they're giving a whole lot of money to Crowder. $50 million over four years, a lot of money. <laughs> I mean, it's a lot. Uh, I, I, money I'll probably never see in my lifetime. Forget four years, $50 million in a whole lifetime, probably won't see that. But doesn't matter. Uh, they're trying to protect their investment. The Daily Wire is their baby. That is their investment. So for them, they need to make sure that, hey, if we're going to bring you on board, we can't continue to pay you $50 million if you're demonetized from everything because financially we can't afford to. So there has to be something. So I understand their point of view as well. 
you know, I get it. And I also get the, well, you know, the smaller guys like myself, as you're coming up and your rise to becoming a, a bigger voice in this, in this spectrum, I get that it's give and take. Maybe you're not making as much in, in the beginning, but they're getting your name out there. So in the long run, in the end, you will make a lot of money. I'm, I, you can look at it both ways. <laughs> and the argument's going to stand both ways for everybody. Some people are going to agree. Some people are going to disagree on both ends. It's too much drama. <laughs> it's, it's too much drama. I mean, you guys are fighting for the same cause. You guys are supposed to be friends. Okay, work all this out behind the scenes. Close the doors. Shut the video cameras off. Don't record each other's phone calls. Get out there and work it out as supposed friends should. I got a problem with my friend. I don't do it on the phone. I don't, I don't work that out on the phone. I don't, and what I mean by the phone, I'm not going to call you and I'm not going to text you because all that can be misinterpreted. I got a problem when I say, hey, what are you doing? No, what are you doing? Let's go out to lunch. Yeah, I'll take you out to lunch. Come on, let's go out to lunch. We're going to talk a little bit. And I'm going to sit there with them, and we're going to talk to each other face-to-face as men, and we're going to work it out. And I intend to work it out because we're friends, as they should intend to work this out because they're supposedly friends. All this nonsense with, I'm going to videotape this, and I'm going to record this, and I'm going to put this out, and we're going to make this statement, and they're going to make that statement. Drama. All this way too much drama. Not necessary. It's more necessary to fight for the country, stay true to each other as friends. You are allies in the same fight. Put all the drama aside for between you guys. You guys want to argue it out. You want to have blowouts in your offices and whatnot. You guys want to see each other rolling by and give each other the middle finger. Whatever it is that you guys want to do. But keep it to yourselves. It's not good for the movement. It's not good for you and your friendship. Just, it's stupid. It's too much drama. I don't, I don't deal with drama real well. So I think that that's where that's at. But I felt like I needed to say something because the last conversation, this thing is ever-changing up to this point. And God knows, by the time I'm recording this, it's, it's Sunday afternoon. I went to church. had a, a beautiful service, actually. Um, I really love my pastor. Uh, but did a beautiful service. So I'm recording this earlier in the day. It's about 4 o'clock Eastern Standard Time when I'm recording this. God knows if you looked at another video's dropped at 8 or 9 o'clock at night, I got to tell you, this is already outdated, <laughs> what I'm saying. But I'm not going to address it no more than that. At the end of the day, they need to hatch it out personally between themselves. Stop doing it online. That's nonsense. That's childish. I understand both sides, so you can argue with me one way or the other, but I get it from both angles I understand it from both angles me the way I feel and this is not a shot at either one of them just the way I feel you can see like I said it's not about money for me this is about saving the country this is my worry for the future I started this podcast because to be honest with you I was scared scared in the direction that we are going in scared for when I look at my kids scared when I look at my parents because they're getting older they don't have the fight in them to go in a real bad direction that the country could potentially go in. Scared for my kids because they're gonna. I don't want them growing up in a world that looks like what we're growing up in. What what's going on right now? So it was. This was my way of of doing something, participating, helping where I can, and that's all I got to say about that. So, <laughs> if you like what you're hearing, please rate and review me. I hope you're having a great Monday. If you'd like to uh, check out anything else I do, littlegirlcc.com. Go to the contact section if you'd like to contact me. Beyond that, week just started. We're getting to the grind. We'll do it again tomorrow.